Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Paula. I'm here with another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat. We have an excited, awesome, special guest for you today. Give me a second and I'm going to introduce him. But first, let's chat up. We're going to shout out our coffee of the week. Okay, and that is a white chocolate pumpkin spice latte. And Dunkin' Donuts has a great one. So make sure you guys go and try one. Our guest for this morning, we have Calvin Miller. He is the founder of One Team One Fight Ministries. Pastor Calvin's um, faith is modeled on why he chose to adopt more poverty-stricken communities to provide resources so that they can serve their community with a spirit of excellence. Pastor Calvin carries many titles, but his heart is evangelism, where God has pushed him throughout the city of Houston to help all communities. And he is my cousin, y'all, and the family calls him Pee Wee. But I'm going to say welcome, Calvin, to Coffee Chit Chat. Thank you for hanging out with us this morning. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about his awesome ministry in, in Houston, Texas. How did One Team, One Fight Ministry get started? What was the vision behind your um, ministry? So, of course, welcome, everybody. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting to be on this platform with my kinfolk, one of my favorite kinfolks that have always carried a spirit of leadership in our entire life. Oh, uh, shout you. out to you. Love you to life. Uh, one Team, One Fight was birthed through prayer. Uh, we had a lot of violence going on in our community. Uh, of course, I'm from Houston, Texas, on the southeast side, born and raised, uh, sunny side, South Park area, that's southeast 288 area. High crime, high prostitution, violence. Mm -hmm. uh, you can think of it. Matter of fact, we was rated 2016 the fourth worst neighborhood in the United States. Oh, wow. uh, it was in that season where, you know, we just believed that God was going to shift some things. So we began to pray. Uh, the name One Team, One Fight was given to my wife. Uh, my wife came up with the name One Team, One Fight. Uh, we turned it into a ministry. We launched the 501c3. And then we never looked back. Uh, we just began to do the work in the community and everything from there uh, have been life changing and transformational uh, to the communities, not only in Sunnyside South Park, but over the entire city of Houston. That is amazing. And I was going to ask that question. And you have a beautiful wife, Helen, and beautiful four children. Initially, I said three, but I was like, wait a minute, the little baby. So it's four beautiful children and all of them are part of the ministry. Yes, Destiny, Nevaeh, uh, CJ, and now SJ. Uh, all four wonderful kids. Destiny, 11th grader. Uh, the baggy, the forensic science is what she's shooting for. Uh, a straight A student, uh, currently at Lanier High School, or Lanier Middle School. Uh, CJ is at Al Almeda, and then SJ is SJ, just turned one. Uh, and my wife and I have been married now for 16 years. Awesome. Uh, we just loving life. That sounds great. That's and especially for you guys to all be in this awesome ministry, serving others, serving the community that you came from. So, what was your first outreach? Our first outreach, wow, our first outreach was wow, back in 2015. It was our first prayer walk, the community unity, the community unity prayer walk, uh, where we originally thought that it was just gonna be a couple people meet us on the sidewalk. We pray come back, eat together, call it a day. Well, as you know, Black people is never on time to their own events. I got the phone call that Saturday morning. The mayor was like, hey, where are you at, Pastor Calvin? 
You got hundreds of people out here that's ready to pray, and you're not at your event. The police chief was like, man, can you get here? We got there with no expectations of what was going to happen. Uh, we had hundreds of people that showed up, churches, pastors, community members, uh, residents from the community, kids, young, old. We had vans for the, the old people, to the, our elders to uh, ride on. And uh, police chief and the HPD, they blocked the streets off for us. We stopped traffic. Uh, we had horses out there riding with us. It was just an amazing moment of unity in the community. And I never forget what the police chief said. He said, you know, Pastor Kevin, people can deny God, but they cannot deny statistics. And he said, statistically, after you, after we have marched and prayed, we have watched the crime in the community drop tremendously. So shout out to God for always hearing our prayers. Yep, that's a great shout out. And especially like when you're saying that community was just kind of like crime written or whatever. It's a blessing when they can see that the, the crime rate kind of drops. And we know that God can answer prayer. So that sounds great. Um, So you kind of gave us a little bit about the neighborhoods you serve. Um, do you guys go past that type of neighborhoods? You go kind of like extend that or that's mainly what you, you know, the group that you serve? So originally we started, uh, of course, in Sunnyside, South Park. Uh, then we moved out and branched out. Uh, obviously, thank God, you know, for 12 years in the United States Navy. So I've been very diverse to work with all cultures. And so we've been blessed. We did a Bible study out in Jasper, Jasper, Texas, where we know Jasper, Texas have not always been the best look to African-Americans. Right. I have a Caucasian friend. Uh, that invited me out. We brought the team. We went out to Jasper. We had a Bible study out there. So we've done ministry from Jasper to all over Houston with various races and cultures. Uh, I'm even uh, Muslims. We've marched with Muslims and uh, fed the communities. And that's awesome. I love it. Now you are also a um, chaplain for the Laporte. Is that, am I pronouncing it right? The Laporte Texas Police Department. Yes. So what does that entail? What do you do as a chaplain for that police department? So I answered a call. So I'm, I'm mostly the chaplain that received those calls that you don't want to receive as a parent. Um, that's most of the time when somebody has deceased, uh, somebody has committed suicide, yeah. uh, somebody's in, you know, dire need of, of help uh, spiritually. Uh, where they can, you mostly there as a listening voice versus, you know, being there as a Sunday pastor where, you know, you're doing all the talking. Most of the times when I show up to a scene where, you know, it's not the best on any side, you know, my ears is there for the family, for the family to just cry out and for them to, the shoulder to be there to support their family. But I absolutely love that part of ministry also because you get a chance to just uh, hold somebody's hand. I'll be that Aaron and her to that person that's mourning at that moment. That's good. I didn't realize, I didn't know if you were praying for the actual police department, but you actually go out to the homes. Cause I know sometimes, you know, you see on, on TV where you have the chaplain that'll go with the police officer to knock at that door. So that is part of your responsibilities or duty as the chaplain. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Love it. Okay. So your ministry also serves uh, countries overseas. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. So we are currently serving the country of Africa, uh, Kenya. We went to Kenya 
back before, right before the pandemic started. Uh, and I believe God strategically wanted us to be there uh, where we was able to serve hundreds of people uh, with supplies and resources, uh, building wells and things of that nature. Uh, our intentions is to go back next year uh, if God says the same. Uh, but we're going to be praying about Kenya and also Ghana and then also going to South Africa and now maybe even uh, Haiti. So uh, there are several countries that's, you know, in in the working uh, South, uh, not, not South, but Colombia uh, is also another country that I may be uh, uh, heading to also to see what we can do uh, as a ministry to help people in other countries and other places. That sounds awesome, especially, you know, you, you are branching out outside of United the United States. But I like how you guys started in your own, how they say, super run your own front door. <laughs> and you started in your community and then you reached out. So that is awesome. Yeah, there were so many, uh, so many ministries that was trying to get us overseas to do outreach in various countries. And I'm huge on if the work is not being done locally, then how can I be effectively internationally? And so I always tell people we know what's going on in our front yard, but we need to do a better job with helping our backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I just been huge on helping the community first locally before I even was branched out internationally to try to help. So, uh, but the work is done. The team is being built. Uh, we have a very strong team to right now. I feel like I can travel and go internationally more so that I can help others that are international. Now, with your One Team, One Fight Ministries, is this a, um, an actual church that people can attend, or are you guys more just like an outreach ministry, a branch of a um, church? <laughs> so, yes, we started off as just an outreach, uh, and I ran. Uh, when I say, Paula, I ran from becoming a pastor. I was like, forget that. Y'all can have that life. I'm not trying to babysit no grown people. That's just my, that's just, that's just. The Calvin talking. <laughs> Calvin talking. I was like, I'm not doing it. Uh, but I knew my season of evangelism was coming to a close because God was settling me uh, in my heart to pastor. Uh, and so this is year one and a half of us actually being inside of our own building uh, out here in Houston. Uh, where we've been able to have actual church services on Sundays. And of course, we have our Bible studies, our meologies on Wednesdays. And uh, just a pastor, uh, the people that God has sent, uh, we are, of course, a small organization, small church, uh, but we have huge heart with the impact that we make on the community. And so I always tell people I'd rather you know, pray before I preach, because if I can't pray, then my preaching won't reach. So it's through the prayers that God will launch us where he wants us to be launched, seeing who he wants to send. And we connect, you know, with who we need to connect with. I tell people all the time, especially young pastors that are thinking about pastoring and they get caught up in numbers and and that type of stuff. I said, Jesus only had 12. And I was like, with the 12 that he had, they he changed the world. He changed the universe. Awesome. So I said, it's not about how many people you have. It's about what you're doing with who God has blessed you with. Right. And you can reach multitude with your small numbers. And it looks like you guys are doing it all over Houston. And now internationally, boy, I love it. I love it. So tell people how they can follow you and how they can support your ministry. 
So y'all can follow us on from Facebook to Instagram to uh, I don't know YouTube, all these social media. Just one team, the actual number one team, one fight ministries. Uh, you can Google us. That's our that's our uh, website. One team, one fight ministries dot com. One team, one fight ministries at gmail dot com is our gmail. One team, one fight ministries is our Facebook, our YouTube, our Instagram, even our Twitter, uh, and our TikTok. So I mean, we all we out there on the platforms, uh, but you can just Google us and you'll find out things that we got going and coming up. Uh, where we're blessing people's lives. That sounds great. And we'll make sure that we put all of that information in our Facebook Coffee Chit Chat group. And guys, with that, we appreciate Calvin for taking time out of his busy schedule to just hang out with us and chit chat and coffee chit chat this week. And we're going to leave you guys with a quote for the week. And it's by D.L. Moody. It says, he who kneels the most stands the best. So be sure to tune in next week for another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat.